So then I says to him, if you don't get any gabagool, I'm getting the gabagool out of here. Hey, you gotta get some gabagool. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deadly meats. I've been eating so much gabagool lately. <laughs> Never enough gabagool. You're a gabagool fool. I've been eating a lot of bok choy lately. I'm a bok choy boy. You'd be surprised how few places have gabagool. In the middle of the Pacific Ocean? Yeah, I'm not surprised. There's like two Italians in Hawaii. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Welcome to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. We are Maui's number two radio program. Number two! And there's no reason for you to question Maui number two radio programming ballot. Last week on the show, we thought we had a dated episode where Trump declared victory. Guess what? He still is declaring victory. He's riding that gravy train. He needs the gravy train more than anybody. He's getting the biscuit bump today. I'm doing some biscuit bumps this morning. 2020, year of the biscuit. Vince Fodi, are you ready for today's show? What's going on, Chuck? I'm so happy. I was so lit and livid and... I'm like Christmas. I'm all lit up. You're happy and livid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm angry do. and happy at the same time. Do you know why? Why? I got a lot of going on, bro. I got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah? Well, tell me, I had Jack. a little bit of a stomach issue this weekend. Oh, yeah? Is Looking that why you forward to getting Taco Bell after this. I don't know if you know this, but I like to fight fire with fire. Anytime I like I'm to fight sick, fire with fireball. I get uh, the beefy five-layer burrito grilled. Just kind of like flush everything out. Yeah. Start over again. That's right. So, <laughs> oh my lord, I am so excited for today's show. We are uh, gonna talk to one of our longtime studio producers, a really great friend. She's out there on the scenes. One of the writers of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Corky Gardner. She's gonna talk to us a little bit later. Friend of the show, Corky Gardner. We are gonna talk to uh, you a little bit later about. Ooh, Vince is gonna spoil some cartoons for us. Vince, I bet you've been watching a lot of HBO. I bet you've been watching some HBO, bro. I've been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, what are you going to spoil today? What are a couple of TV shows you're going to talk about later and spoil for us? Maybe a little Fargo. Oh, Lordy. I know you've been watching Fargo because you're caught up, and I'm not caught up. I'm actually one episode behind on Fargo. Today's actually a little bit of a spooky episode, too. Why? <laughs> Today's Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. Today is Friday the 13th. In the spookiest year, 2020. Ooh. Are you scared? I was born scared. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Today is a special Friday the 13th. Can you shut that up? <laughs> Friday the 13th episode. Today's show is presented in a part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. Today's show is also brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Today's show is presented in a part by Benedict Cumberbatch's rehab clinic for when you've Benedicted. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Uh, no, you cannot. We're going to so, finish up today's episode with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Thank you for everyone who reaches out to us. I don't want to spoil the surprise, Ooh. but we are going to be doing a little something special for Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. Oh, I bet you I'm going to hate it. I bet you the most amount no, I'm not, not looking forward to it. You're not going to hate it. Oh, all right. 
What else can the, the listeners look forward to today on today's show, baby? We've got some biscuits and or gravy news. I knew you were going to have some biscuit and or gravy news. We've got some gluttony club. I got tons of gluttony club, bro. It's duck related. But I think we should uh, start off the episode by talking about our good friend, our fearless leader, President Trump, has lost the election. Not according to him, though. Well, he claims that he won the election. Yes. So... <laughs> um, and he's still challenging all the results in court. Now, as you know, I'm a big fan of Scalia, right? I don't think that Scalia is literally the embodiment of the devil and you should pee on his grave all the time, right? I've never said that we should pee on Scalia's grave, right? Right. I didn't jump up and down ecstatically when Scalia died. I didn't bake a three-layer cake and call off work <laughs> and drink a bottle of bourbon with you the day Scalia died. No, 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 no. And the reason I like Scalia— when he died, his, his soul got reincarnated into Amy Comey, keeping the tradition <sighs> of— the devil. Keeping the tradition of the separation of church and state alive by putting faith-based yeah, uh, that's Supreme what we need. Court justices. Yep, in the we Supreme need court. more faith-based Supreme Court justices. <laughs> because I want my, I want my Supreme Court justices to ask themselves, what would Jesus do? What would <laughs> Jesus, who is a white Republican who doesn't give a poop about anybody, do? Because you know Jesus would would have been against. Socialized health care yep, for everybody. Definitely. Jesus didn't care about healing sick people. Nope. In, Jesus unless, was unless a they Democrat. had lots of money. He raised people from the dead, and they voted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That sounds spooky. <laughs> I want to thank all our listeners on uh, Spotify, on KQ88.5, on the interwebs, on the dark webs, and, of course, for visiting our website that totally exists. BiscuitWars.com. We've got a lot of letters this week. A lot of, lot of people saying, Chuck, why did you say Trump won when he clearly didn't win? I'm a big fan of Scalia. As you know, Scalia said, if the president does it, it's not illegal. Right. right? So if Which the president was key for wants Bush. to override the election results and just say that he won, then he should be able to do that. Mm. Now, that rule doesn't apply to uh, Democrats, right? Because Obama, everything he did was illegal. And now Trump, again, very illegal, but he's the president. It's not illegal. Right. Well, Obama didn't have a Bill Barr in his corner. Oh, Bill Barr. Another guy I just loved so much. And don't wish that someone would cut, you know, the brakes in his car. Bill Barr, sort of a, a Himmler sort of. Uh, Love <laughs> Bill Barr. Oh, my. What a sweetie. He's always like, Constitution, not for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hate him. I think Mitch McConnell is sort of a Goebbels. I didn't think he was a real person. I thought he was just like a stuffed animal. Goebbels sounds like the name of like a cartoon hamster. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Goebbels. Everybody knows it's Goebbels. Goebbels sounds like cute. Yeah. Like a Furby. Maybe that's what he was. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows who or what Goebbels was? It's. We haven't learned anything from history. He's the minister of propaganda, though, right? <laughs> he's the minister of my heart. Amy Comey he's has, so, like, seven kids. So Do you know Amy, that? Maybe she should. Amy Comey. Amy disgusting. Comey, whatever. <laughs> well, uh, What's even more sad is that Trump is going to have to give up his key to the presidential quiz note. Uh, I know. Unfortunately, so he's going to have to give that back. No, I think he'll because Obama still goes. Obama still goes. Yeah. Once, once a president, always a president. Yeah, but the presidential quiz knows you have to wear your mask. Yeah. When you so, <laughs> no, Trump. Do, it's Quiznos policy that, like, that they have 200 that have to wear a mask secret service that. agents have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. And now who's in charge of tracking fake money? 
The Secret Service. Why is the Secret Service? Are they Service putting COVID on our money? In charge of the Treasury. Find out more. Why is the Secret Service in charge? It's part of the Treasury. Of the treasury. That, because they, their job is to take a bullet for the president and also... Um, See if this $5 bill is fake. You have to bust heroin addicts when they try to float a $20 bill. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what it's for. <laughs> Poor oh. heroin addicts. Today's show is presented by Winona Riders Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Rider. And also by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. Are you looking for the finest quality celebrity <laughs> cybersecurity? <laughs> well... Look no This further. is it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I was just on the edge of my seat all week following this election, and uh, it's sad to say that tr- most of Trump's uh, lawsuits, where he was going to try to sue the states, we know Trump is our most litigious president. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so he tried to sue all the states. And most of his lawsuits got laughed out of court. Yeah, verbatim, a lot of headlines, laughed out of court. <laughs> Which In Pennsylvania, isn't good. they're debating over 80 votes. When Biden actually won by like 45,000 votes. Yeah. Actually, Biden's lead was so big that they that it's not going to trigger a recount in Pennsylvania. No. And also the, the law for- firms that were – representing trump do we cheat him and how have <laughs> they actually uh are no longer representing trump they're like, yeah i heard that they're isn't like, it funny they're like ah, oh, we don't want to do this like we no. can't do this anymore no well because they they went to court and they were no like, it's because the new world order it's been- <laughs> and those corporate shills they're all in cabal it's the cabal. it's the cabal it's the cabal is putting pressure on trump's lawyers not to pursue phony lawsuits no it's not that even lawyers have some sort of spine and <laughs> that, would say trump not today that cannot be true can't be true also did you hear about what happened in uh, my home my hometown of philadelphia on the streets of philadelphia on the streets of philadelphia let's pretend i've been pooping my pants for three days and not on my phone as much fill me in ah uh, there well did you hear about during while they were counting the votes they were trying to get them to stop to stop the count yes because pennsylvania was one of the stop the count States. Yeah. You had two states. For those of you just tuning in, you, you had to count the vote states, which yes. is where Trump was behind. Yes. So all of his followers were saying, count the vote. And then you had the, the states where he was where he was ahead and they wanted to stop the count. Also, uh, white Christians praying look ridiculous. <laughs> Can we admit <laughs> that right now? Like, why are you making fun of other religions? They're like way cooler. <laughs> you ever see white Christians pray? You look dumb. And guess what? You you're probably are a bunch of dumb dumbs. There's no just passion. Saying. There's no passion. Of the Christ. Of the Christ. <laughs> but anyway, in my hometown of Philadelphia, uh, while they were right, counting You're not going to let me go on a nine-minute Passion of the Christ tangent? We're not going off on Passion of the Christ t- tangents today. Remember I bought that from the same, woman that was masturbating? The Patreon. <laughs> All right, so Passion of the Christ. So, More on masturbating Passion of the Christ later. So in Philadelphia... In Philadelphia, while they were counting the votes in the the vote counting center, somebody called in a bomb scare. Yeah, dude. Somebody called in a bomb scare because they wanted them to count to stop counting the votes. Yeah. Now, none of the major news organizations were able to get a copy of the the bomb threat call to no, 911. Because they're not good journalists like the Biscuitiers over here on KKU KKU 80.5 The Voice of Maui. And you might find this a little unbelievable, Chuck. But our show was able to get a copy of the 
<laughs> the phone call. I'm so excited because, as you know, Biscuiteers, Gravy Gals alike, all these other news outlets there, okay? They're just reptilian lizard people pushing the agenda. They are not good-hearted journalists like you and I, okay? Like you who and me. would never play something satirical on the radio. Never! We would never do that. Never! Joe. And that's why I was so surprised that our humble little radio show was able to get our hands on this. But you ready to hear mm. it? I want a big dose of humble pie right now, bro. All right, let's take a listen okay. to the 911 bomb threat call. This is Philadelphia. Philadelphia. 911, what's your emergency? Hello? Hello? What's your emergency? There's a bomb in the building. There's a bomb in what building? There's a bomb in the building where they're counting all the illegal votes. <laughs> you should see this bomb. It's the biggest bomb of all time. The explosion gonna be huge. The whole place, all the illegal votes, gonna go up in a huge fireball. It's gonna be hotter than Ivanka's panties. <laughs> Sir, who is this? I can't tell you who I am, but I can tell you I definitely won the election. <laughs> Joe Biden? No, it's not Joe Biden. Now I gotta go. I gotta rally at the Four Seasons. Ah, so there, there you have it. We wow. The nine one one call. I love the biscuits and gravy show, man. I really want to give a shout out to our producers who worked so hard. We get a lot of scurrilous things sent to us. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't send us the cream of the crop, the stuff that rides to the top. <laughs> right. We have to dig through a lot of it, and I'm so glad that that was able to go through. Wow. What What are your takes on this, Vincent Fodi? What's your hot take on this? Uh, that the person who made that call sounded very much like a stable genius. Yes, the most <laughs> stable genius. He definitely had his cup of coffee in the morning, and he was ready to go. Now, new thing, you brought this to my attention. I was definitely not drunk the other night, right? Um, <laughs> okay. I saw it. All these cards floating around the Instagrams, right, for four seasons, like business cards. Yeah. I saw these comedians reposting these four seasons Are you business having a cards. Heart I'm having heartburn, <laughs> baby. My stomach's upset. And I'm upset. God darn it. There's not enough America going on right now. Sleepy Joe Biden. He's about to be he's like Sleepy Hollow. He's a headless horseman. I, I don't trust him. I can't believe Joe Biden's gonna be the next president. Dude, I love all the memes of like not people my excited president. Trump is not president and the people sad finding out that Biden is president. <laughs> that was a that was a very funny onion article. Yes, I love the onion. <laughs> so many layers to it. I also thought it was weird. Uh I was watching Kamala Harris's acceptance speech. It's Kalama. No, Kalama it's Kalama Park Harris. <laughs> and she was talking about how with this new election, she proved to everybody that there's no ceiling out there for women. And uh, it made right. me it made me think someone who was cherry picked for a job because she fits a two for description. But also, did she prove that? No, because I can think of one one job in America that's a little bit higher than vice president that a woman has failed to achieve so far. Mm, secretary of the interior. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, secretary of my interior. Interior decorator check is what oh, you're, I think Lordy. is what you're referring to. I used to have a real raunchy joke about interior Why do they decorators? call it the secretary of the interior when everything that they're in control of is the exterior? exterior. Am I right? <laughs> How do you have What's a more this? perfect union? I got Jerry Seinfeld's new book. Is this anything? Is and <laughs> it's written in size 24 print. And it just it looks like haiku going down because it really is just his notes. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like oh, really? Fifty years of his jokes oh. that never made it. Is this anything? Oh. Yeah. 
So, uh, spoiler alert, guys, still a glass ceiling. And also, Kamala Harris, you uh, are a strong proponent of the three strikes rule in California. I seem to remember. Very inhumane. I seem to remember some woman running for president. Seems so long ago. I don't think she was a real woman, though. She was, she was a shape shifting demonoid. Lizard, yeah. lizard person, baby eating Satanist. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. And worst of all, don't forget emails. Oh, the emails, bro. She did have emails. The emails. <laughs> of course, also Scalia, Bush, Cheney all had separate email servers. But whatever. But you know. s- speaking of very capable women. What? Who? Our we... girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> should we contact a friend of the show, Corky Gardner? I would love to call Corky Gardner. Friend of the show, where in the world is Corky? All right. Hello? Every time President Trump and his campaign file a dumpy. Hello? Uh, Good morning. Are you listening to uh, Trump news over there, Corky? Are you listening to Tucker Carlson? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good morning, Corky. You're live on the air with Biscuits and Gravy. Oh, my God. Corky Gardner, welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy show. Thank you so much for being one of our studio guests today. Now, you are broadcasting live from what developing nation soon to have good old Trump boy visiting? Nepal. Oh, Nepal. Hey. As we talked about last week, um, because President Trump lost the election. Allegedly. He... He may be prosecuted for certain crimes and uh, alleged we <laughs> so we want to help him out by finding different countries he can relocate to that don't have um, U.S. extradition. Asthma inhalers, it sounds like, though, too. <laughs> also, countries that don't have asthma inhalers, Corky Gardner. So Corky Gardner, uh, we sent you to the country, the beautiful country of Nepal, which does not have extradition treaty with the U.S. How high up in the atmosphere are you right now, Corky? Yeah, what's You're like 3,000 feet? What's your current <laughs> elevation, Corky? I am very high. <laughs> but what's your elevation? 12,000 <laughs> 12, feet. Oh, lordy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's up More there. like kill a woman, Jaro. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Oh, what? Ka cat man do. That's why Trump's going to go there. That's why. <laughs> <Gotta do. laughs> so, so quirky. Get your yak and get out here, man. Oh, oh yeah. Yak and yak, don't come back. I love, I love the yak. <laughs> Take out the papers and the trash. So, Corky, how are the locals reacting to the news that Trump is considering moving to Nepal? They don't have television, Vince. What are you watching TV on then, Corky? Catch I have television. I got the internet because I'm a rich person. <laughs> I don't have any money at all. It's the poorest country in the world, Vince. What, Nepal is the poorest country oh, in the yeah. world? It's one of the it's like number five. It's like right next to... Nigeria, I don't know, somewhere down there. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. They need to cash in on that Sherpa money. Yeah, well, Sherpa money is running thin. Well, now that Trump's (laughs) going to be there, he's going to pay $750 in taxes a year. That's really going to help the local economy. (laughs) That's going to boost us up. That's like half our uh, annual income. (laughs) That's like the GDP of Nepal. That's the GDP. But you know what? That doesn't get us down because we're also the happiest place in the world. Oh, not anymore. Really? <laughs> Move on in, dude. Trumpy's coming to town. Does he know how to make yogurt? Because we love to make yogurt here. Wow, really? Yep, I, we I make her. I think he, he's a, probably a yogurt fan. Nice. There's no McDonald's here. 
Mm. <laughs> that's that's kind of sad. How about KFC? <laughs> no, nary a KFC. <laughs> KFC. Now, it's my understanding that Nepal has no uh, treaty with the United States. So if you were to commit a crime in the United States, let's say let's say hypothetically Trump committed a crime. What crimes have has Trump committed alle- allegedly? Um, obstruction of justice. <laughs> you were ready on that one. So uh, Trump moves <laughs> to finance violation. Nepal. Finance rape. Where's our A to Z? Where do you want me to start? A conspiracy? <laughs> Covering up a federal crime? Hey, you're gonna be in Venezuela <laughs> next week at Alpha, that at this rate. Al- this is like listing the state capitals alphabetically. <laughs> Yeah. The, the Animaniacs are going to come out with a song about it. <laughs> about all of Trump's crimes. Also, Corky, mm-hmm. um, do you have anything to risk by coming back to America? Come back. I'm, a happy, I'm as happy as a yak in a field. Okay. Do you know what they do I'm to happy. yaks in the wintertime? I like Corky's, all, Corky's already picking up the local colloquialisms. Of course. <laughs> I'm yakking it up. We're up here. We're burning some sugar, sugar cane, and we're having a great time. Oh, that's great. What? I also heard that uh, <laughs> is it true that Nepal has the only national flag that's not a rectangle? Yeah, that's right. We went to like a little box. It's not a rectangle. It's like ha- in between a square and a box. Yeah, it's a like square two, and a rectangle. It's like two kind of triangles on top of each other. Huh. That's right. We want to mix it up. We're not squares. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now at that elevation and with it being getting close to winter time how's is it a little frosty over there for you corky yeah man it's super cold and this hill is very steep i only made it to the base of the, the mountain so far <laughs> okay so you're at you're at base camp yeah base camp there's like you know people freeze to death and they just leave them up there if only we could be so lucky so next week quirky we're gonna have you a whole new ticket a whole new covid test and a whole new where in the world is quirky hell yeah great well it's a date uh next next week you gotta climb the mountain first quirky All right. Uh, well, <laughs> Thank we, you. we appreciate all your your hard hitting reporting. All right. And keep Thank an, you. keep an eye on that only TV. It sounds like it might be kind of valuable. <laughs> it sure is, Vince. And we'll we'll check in on you next week. And where in the world is Corky? Special edition. Countries that don't have an extradition treaty for our first leader, Trump. All righty. Okay. That was where in the world is Corky? <laughs> Corky, keeping it short and to the point. Corky, are you going to be available from here to here? Yes, I want to be climbing a mountain watching TV. All right, well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back after these messages uh, from places like Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons! And also by Alexander Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård's. And listeners like you. Hello. Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking again? If so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 for Vodka and Vodka. Listen intently to such segments as Comedy Gulag, Breadlines, and Chuck is Keen Like Wolverine. So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WPUTN, the voice of Vodka. I love Breadlines. Breadlines! <laughs> breadlines is such a great, great segment. Great segment. In Russia, man. Oh, Marty. Welcome Chuck, back to Chuck the Biscuits and like Gravy Wolverine. Show. 
I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fodi. My co-host, my cohort, my co-something. And right now, my co-inhabitant of the Biscuit Bunker. We are still recording the show. Guess what, guys? Coronavirus still exists. Maybe not a hoax after all. I don't know. Everyone keeps telling me it's just like the flu. Well, the vaccine's out, bro. You heard that. <laughs> now that the Democrats won the election, they're going to stop spreading this coronavirus hoax. Yeah. Unlike us, because we're not going to stop spreading scurrilous rumors about the Democratic <laughs> Party. It was all a hoax, folks. You heard it here first. Right after Biden got elected, man, Pfizer announced they have a coronavirus. It's 80 percent effective. And you know what's we know And what's you know weird. who funded the Vince Fodi? Was it Mike Pence? The Germans, actually. It's <laughs> completely unrelated. People always forget this. We want to blame like Nancy P- Pelosi for the co- for COVID and Trump for COVID, you know? But guess what? Ah, oh, 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 it's in other countries, Vince Fodi. Italy, mm. not a hoax. Well, maybe- it's not like New Zealand, okay? It's not a fake country. Well, maybe it is. Ooh. Today's show is presented in part by Anthony Hopkins Bogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins. So, Chuck, I heard that uh, you took a little staycation. Staycation, all I ever wanted. How was your staycation? Did you have a good time? Mostly good time. I did swallow uh, some ocean water. <laughs> and you always swallow also ocean water. Also ate stuff out of the cooler that wasn't proper. I got a little sick Isn't from that something. how you got a stomach virus last time? Didn't you get mono Typically, from swimming in the ocean? <laughs> oh, my God. You know me, though. I can't say no to a good ocean swimming. And, uh, oh, Lord, it's good, though. I wanted to lose weight for Halloween, Christmas time anyway, so oh, I'm a little go. upset. I didn't fit in my uh, Nightmare Before Christmas dress, so now I got a, I got a room. I can fit in it now for Christmas, Christmas. How much weight do you have to gain where you can't fit into a Santa costume? <laughs> <laughs> F off, bro. <laughs> F off. <laughs> Jerk. And you trimmed your beard. You got to get the beard back. Got to get the beard. In well, time for Christmas. I shave it now. And then also, there's something that people do in November. I don't know if I can say it on the, the airwaves because we are broadcast live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. I'll believe it. But it's no shave November, right? Can we say shave on the radio? You can say no nut November. Oh, okay. Well, it's also no nut November. I think I've been nutting more than ever. It's the holiday season. That's where... Every month is no nut November if you have a nut allergy. <laughs> oh, lordy. <laughs> the same people that think uh, coronavirus is a hoax say, like, it's not fair. You know, you just got to let kids eat nuts. People used to not die of, of nut poisoning. Uh, no, people definitely died of nut poisoning. The fact is that more children are also not dying for other preventable reasons. And then more people not dying equals some people having an allergy. Well, also by letting people die from nut allergies, it was it was lowering the amount of nut allergies because, <laughs> because they're that, dead. That DNA wasn't being passed on, but now we're coddling everybody. Oh, of course, what yes. is it with Americans today? Everybody we're just coddling wants to be coddled. them. It's like a nanny state. Like, like, yep, just nannying them, just like you don't get to get be asphyxiated to death. Sids, we're getting rid of it. <laughs> but I want Sids. Since sudden infant death syndrome, by the way, like how terrible were doctors in the 70s? Like, how did my child die? Suddenly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer is simple. Suddenly. Suddenly. <laughs> oh, all right. Better pump out six more kids. So you stayed at Camp Oluwalu. Camp Oluwalu. We hold it in your heart. I stayed in a tentalo, which is similar to a bungalow, except there's less sex. So- and it's windy. <laughs> it's very windy. It's less bung. It's less bung. <laughs> no you bung. You have two nice Adirondack chairs. You have a lanai. You got two uh, beds in there. 
Adirondack and chairs are those slatted chairs. Yep. Mm. I like Adirondack They're chairs. They're so good. And then you got a private area in the back with an outdoor shower. Spoiler alert. It's also a good area to tan nude around noon o'clock. Started cracking up in the beers, and I tanned a nude in back there a little bit. Oh, yeah. It was also a really nice area because it was so windy to smoke a bunch of weed. I was just going to remark on how your tan looks so even, Chuck. It is very and even. You don't, you don't have those tan lines that you usually have. No, although it's still a little bit. Oh, never mind. Showing too much skin <laughs> for the radio. So you're saying that you stayed at Camp Alawalu, yeah. which means. Halfway you, to Lahaina. Which means you didn't stay at the Four Seasons. Didn't stay at the Four Seasons. So well, you no. know who else was, wasn't at the Four Seasons? DJ Donald Trump. <laughs> You want to you want to talk to our listeners about that a little so bit? So I was kind of blown away. I saw all these things being reposted with the Four Seasons lawn care, and it looks like the Four Seasons high-end hotel chain emblem, right? Kind of, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, Vincent Fody, but our current president of the United States is um, not the smartest campaign we've but ever seen. He's a stable genius. He's but a stable, he himself is a stable genius. The people that work the people for managing him, his campaign have – been prone in the past to making some errors. Yes, huge, ginormo, dumb, dumb errors. And I think this really nails the, nails it in the coffin here, man, because he wanted to celebrate at the Four Seasons, right? Because Four Seasons is, you think, bougie money, right? They were going to have a, a rally at the yeah. Four Seasons. But Trump, not doing any of his research ever, picked a place that was in between a crematorium and a sex shop. Right, they, they they booked a place called the Four Seasons, but it wasn't the real Four Seasons. It was the Four Seasons Landscaping Company. <laughs> so they ended up having their rally in the parking lot of a landscaping company. Think a very industrial complex it was in, in a, between a crematorium and an overstock sex store. An adult bookstore. Book, book. I love how they call it bookstore. It's an adult bookstore. Oh, lordy. Adult books. No J.K. Rowling in here. <laughs> Um, and then they went along with it. They're like, no, we meant to have it at a landscaping company. If it's one thing. We're going to make America mow again. It's If it's one thing that the Trump administration is good at, it's doubling down on terrible mistakes. Yep. KFC, baby. Mm, no that, bread involved. That's why Trump loves KFC, because he uh, loves he doubling know. down. Double down, bro. Good old Speaking four of KFC, seasons. you want to get into uh, some Gluttony Club? I would love to get into Gluttony Club. This ties back into Camp Olawale. We hold you in your hearts. I have a, uh, a meat jacuzzi, Vincent Fodi. I don't know if you've ever heard of meat jacuzzi. I have heard of the meat jacuzzi, also it's known as a sous vide. So I took some duck breast and I sous vide it for four hours. Mm, that's two hours more than it needs to be done. That sounds delicious. <clears throat> then we put it in our cooler. So and you then cooked it before you went. We cooked it before we went, and Put then it in the cooler. and then we brought a uh, cookie tray with us. And then in the sink of our tentalo, uh, Christy has a flamethrower. It's a propane tank that we turn into a flamethrower. Nice. And we just lit it, and for like four minutes, just burnt the duck, rendering the fat, tossing it, flipping it, open getting, flame seared. Duck. Yeah, and I cooked it in its own juices. I actually got the duck fat to catch on fire, a, and it came out feet. really good. So here's the trick to it. This is my second time doing uh, a sous vide duck breast in two weeks. The first time, I didn't cut uh, slits into it. You're supposed to cut uh, the skin not all the way to the meat, just the skin into partially of the fat and do cross hatches in it. Right. 
and that really opens up the juices in an end. Easier to cut, of course. I love when you open up those juices, baby. Mm. So that was super yummy. And I we had a, a bunch of brie that we left outside. Are they ever even warm brie? Sun-warmed brie. Sun-warmed brie. <laughs> mm. I'm sure that didn't help with cooking <laughs> cooking duck in a flamethrower sink. That's how they make uh, the mayonnaise at Denny's. Yeah. The sun-warmed sun, brie. Sun-warmed. It's actually triple-churned brie. They just leave it in the parking lot for 19 hours and then... And it's quadruple-churned. And then they, they bird-feed it into a mayo container. <laughs> uh, I made some... Coleslaw this week because I made I made a brisket and whenever I whenever <laughs> oh, yeah, I make a brisket, you made brisket but you start with the coleslaw ah fiending barbecue well, bro we've all heard my many brisket tales <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but what was special this week was I made some coleslaw to go along with the brisket oh it's so special and uh, I love making coleslaw this week this time I did something a little bit different I put a little bit of just a, a little bit like a like a tablespoon of horseradish Ooh, baby in the coleslaw yeah and it doesn't make it spicy but what it does is it kind of takes all those flavors that are already existing in the coleslaw and it sort of magnifies all those flavors huh. so i was really impressed it was something that i had never considered doing before um somebody turned me on to that little secret ingredient i would and even I take say, it one step further it was really good. Little horseradish into it. Just a little, just a little. The bit same of like white little jar of horseradish you would add sour cream to. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, it was all already the pre-prepared horseradish. I wonder if you actually shredded radish or horseradish in the coleslaw. Oh. That would make a difference too. I I bet that that would probably be spicier though. Now, did you do a mayo-based coleslaw, or did you do like a German vinegar-based no, coleslaw? I, 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 I like the mayo-based coleslaw yeah. and some rice wine vinegar. Ooh. I always use I always use the rice vinegar. It's got a little bit of a sweet flavor to it. I love rice. I like wine, but I really like rice wine. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I, I got a little bit. Of I love living wine. on an Asian island. There's rice wine everywhere. Uh, also, for Gluttony Club, I should mention that I did receive my chicken-scented mask from Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box had chicken-scented masks. Right. So Jack That's in the not the Jack in the Box I love. Jack That's in the box. the box I really love. Jack in the Box is, first of all, we love Jack in the Box here. Hey! The and Jack in the Box had, uh, they're coming out with a a faux chicken sandwich. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, you know how Burger King has the Impossible Whopper yep. where it's, it's made out of no beef? Yeah. Well, it tastes like a Whopper. Jack in the Box is coming out with a non-chicken chicken sandwich mm-hmm. that smells and tastes like chicken. So to celebrate that, they came out with a chicken-scented face mask that you can wear. And while you're wearing it, you smell it smells like chicken all day. It does. Uh, you wore it to a comedy show, <laughs> and it definitely tastes like chicken that you left in a car. Yeah. It tastes like. Did you ever have the Burger King uh, grilled chicken sandwich? No, not a breaded chicken sandwich, but like uh, the grilled chicken sandwich. No, that's exactly what it smells like. It smells like a fast food chicken sandwich. <laughs> remember where Burger King and the manager came out? It was like, can we get you anything else? How is everything? <laughs> yeah, it was like like the Burger King had a concierge or something. It was it was very weird getting that level of service at a Burger like, King. Chuck, let me tuck in your napkin for you. It was very in- invasive. He was like, why are you guys eating in the Burger King? It was like completely <laughs> empty except just the two of us sitting It's like when eating. I was at Denny's and I ordered coffee and she's like, are you sure? <laughs> but the manager pulled the Gus Fring where he came out and was walking around like, like oh. is everything to your liking? I'm like, I'm not here to buy meth, but I'm sorry we're in here in business suits. Oh, we should also mention uh, that we went to Kobe Steakhouse. Oh, my God. It was so good. We did a nice little double date. Mm. It had been a while since I did some sit-down dining in a restaurant. Yep, but, 
a little sunset on Front Street there and a little sit down at a bar. And then we went and did a little, do the little teppanyaki table and a little sushi. It was yeah. so yummy. I was surprised. I didn't know that it was all teppanyaki. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like a regular steak and sushi place. No. And by the way, COVID, amazing. Because there's nothing worse than being at a teppanyaki table and sharing it with like a bunch of Canadians that are on like their second honeymoon. Right. I'm exactly. not describing a very specific circumstance. You want to describe what a teppanyaki table is? Uh, Tapanaki table is where a Japanese chef, or a Hawaiian chef in this case, comes out and makes a lot of jokes to you and makes onion catch on fire and cooks your meal in front of you. And the key thing is that the meat is all tender. And did you know that butter makes vegetables taste really good? Yes, it does. And, and salt. Then, and salt, too. <laughs> a lot of salt. A lot of hefty portions. So, yeah, it was like a Benihana. Yeah. Which, oh, dude, as, I love it, Benihana. As listeners know, we love. We love. Yeah, so it was pretty great. Also, if you tell them it's your birthday and you're lying, they can kind of tell. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why Christy does that. And it, I, I didn't get anything special from it. They're like, "Hey, it's his birthday," and he was like, mm, "Are you lying?" I'm like, "It's my ber- it is my birthday today." Christy's in two weeks. Is today your birthday? No, you bust it. You got me. But he was, it's my birthday month. He was he was pretty nice guy though. He was pretty cool. Got a shout out to the chef there. Shout out, and he uh I didn't die of an oyster reaction, so that's always good. Yeah, I got, I got the scallops and that too. even though they were they were cooked on the same the same They're just got to not be top. touching. It should be good. Yeah, exactly. Just don't taste any of my scallops. Not a euphemism, fine. but I had some of your girlfriend's lobster. It was delicious. <laughs> Diana was like, "Oh, well, we can't get the scallops because Chuck's allergy." I was like, mm, I was "I'm like, getting the no, scallops." No, you can get it. Just they cook them separately anyway. It's fine. Chuck will be fine. I also, I ordered the chicken, and Christy ordered the ribeye, and they gave me the ribeye, and I ate it. It was so good. Oh, Dude, yeah. Asian sauces, bro. I love Asian sauces. Mm. It's like a sesame. Oh, Ooh, that sound can mean one thing and one thing What's only. That? Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU, The Voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and now we have Biscuit and or Gravy News with Vince Fody. That news sound means it's time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle for Nephews and Nieces. You need Sinise's. And also by Colin Powell's Enemas. Make your colon go pal. When you think feces, think Colin Powell. Warning may cause war with Iraq. Today's show is presented in part by Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerked meats than Paul Rubin's. Hey, Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. It's a great snack to take, take to, to the, the movies. movies. So for Biscuits and or Gravy News, i got a couple good news stories. Is this. one Red Lobster related? It is Red Lobster related. How did you know that, Chuck? I have a biscuit alert set out, of <laughs> course. Because <laughs> every year, we know every year around this time, Red Lobster always has some sort of uh, holiday-themed uh, event that they do. Yes, the very unsuccessful lobster smelling Yule log. <laughs> it smells like old lobster. Uh, no, they didn't do that this year. But what they did was the Cheddar Bay Biscuit gift box. Oh, the Cheddar Bay Biscuit gift box. Because like people like you and I, you know, nothing warms our hearts more than to receive biscuits. Butter. <laughs> As a, as a gift. <laughs> and so, you know, how sometimes you send somebody a box of Cheddar Bay biscuits and it's just not festive enough. No, nope. um, not enough, man. <laughs> Red Lobster has realized this. And so they decided to make available a gift box for their Cheddar Bay biscuits. They really have their uh, thumb on the pulse of what people need. <laughs> of what people want and need. And so 
uh, in places where you can dine in at Red Lobster, it's available, and it's also available for delivery Ooh. and for takeout. So you can go pick up your box of Cheddar Bay Biscuits in the gift box. I think it's like an extra buck to, to get it in the specialty worth gift it. box. Yeah, I mean, totally worth it. An extra buck for a Cheddar Bay Biscuit box? So if you're thinking about ordering Cheddar Bay Biscuits for a loved one. Give us a call at 808-873-3435. <laughs> also, I, found, I saw something else that really warmed my heart, Chuck. The English. <laughs> yes. You don't think about them being on the cutting edge of gravy technology. No, I don't. But we know that they do love their gravy. They Every year they have the gravy wrestling competition. All certified biscuit boys in the gravy gals should know that every year the UK has quite possibly one of the most tantalizing things in the world. The gravy wrestling. Gravy wrestling. Yeah. So we know that we know the, the British, they love their gravy. Ugh, the gravy is coming. The gravy is coming. And this year, the KFC in England, or as I like to call it, the UKFC. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's why you're a writer they, that's great <laughs> they have released their christmas burger mm. burger in quotation marks which is uh, a fried chicken filet yes breaded in a fried chicken filet uh, a slice of cheese gravy mayo gravy mayo sounds delicious why me. have they not made enough gravy mayo why is gravy mayo not like a, a regular thing because i i realized this just the other day when I was making the, I was eating the brisket with the coleslaw uh-huh. and the potato salad. And when you're done, all the gravy and the mayo mix together. The mayo juice from the coleslaw it mixes together. It's aioli. It's gravy. It's, it's gravioli. It's a gravioli. <laughs> gravioli. <laughs> it's a gravioli. Uh, so, yes, I, I think gravy mayo is something that we're just gonna have to start implementing. So this story is coming out of the, the UK, States. huh? This is cutting edge gravy technology right here. Right, uh, but it's not just a gravy mayo. Here's Ooh. where the gravy technology gets implemented. They have, they've come up with a gravy boat hash brown. So it's a hash brown that's shaped, I'm going to say it's shaped like a butter dish, where it's just a slightly concave hash brown with kind of a like a rim around the edge. And it's- A it's, toilet? It's, it's, just, a it's toilet. just deep enough. <laughs> it's a gravy boat. It's a hash brown uh-huh. that's just deep enough where you can pour gravy into it, and the hash brown holds the gravy. No way. Like a tiny little edible gravy plate. Oh, my God. And then that goes on the burger in between the buns so that when you bite into it, the gravy stays in the hash brown. What? Yeah. Can you believe that? Hold on. So it's chicken, cheese. So it's chi- uh, fried chicken and cheese on a bun. Gravy mayo. Oh, on, on a bun. On the, the bun. Okay. Right. Gravy mayo on the bun, chicken and cheese. And then on top of the chicken is a hash brown that's shaped like a butter dish that you can pour gravy into. So when you order it, if, if you order it for takeaway, they put the gravy in a little side cup. And then when you get home, you pour the gravy into the hash brown, put the bun on top, and take a big what? bite. And that way the gravy and the hash brown. What? It's. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm blown I away. I can't believe this that. This is the greatest news in the history of news. I can't believe that the UK beat us to it. This seems like something an American would have come up with, uh, a new gravy delivery system. Ah, oh, the gravy boats. Yeah, it's like the a little hash boats. brown gravy boat. It sounds delicious. Well, give it to the British Navy. I want to send you a picture, Chuck. You're going to love it. I am already loving it. All right. You got anything else for Biscuit Time? How could I news? possibly top that? <laughs> How? Well, I don't know, because I'm, I'm in awe thinking about this 
hash brown gravy boat. It looks delicious. Mm. I would just eat that by itself. But then you put it on a on a chicken sandwich, a fried chicken sandwich. I want more of like an Aladdin lamp made out of hash brown that I could then. <laughs> you fill it up with gravy and then you just slowly eat it and pour it into your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So you were thinking like an actual gravy boat. Yes. Like a like a serving dish for gravy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, they make edible. I'm sure they could make like an edible gravy boat. We right? need the technology. We need the. I have hash browns at home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this. Well, <laughs> we know that gravy technology gets better exponentially. I want. It's like, like Moore's law. It doubles every five. I want years like a cone with gravy, like a cone made of hash browns with gravy in the middle, oh. and then like. Or like, fried like chicken, an ice cream like cone little, yeah, that's but, filled up with gravy, and then you put a scoop of fried chicken on top. Yeah, like popcorn chicken. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah, you could make a you could make a scoop of chicken, I, a scoop <laughs> of fried chicken. I mean, why not? Just get a really large chicken breast, and then cut like a, get like a cookie cutter and cut like a ball out of the center of it, because the center <laughs> is the best part, just like Elio's pizza. Oh lordy! The center of the pizza is the best part of the pizza. Today's show is brought to us by Aretha Franklin's vasectomy clinic, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We'll cut you where you touch the pee. This morning's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs Benedict's. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is proudly presented by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be <laughs> mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. And also by Macaulay Culkin's Caulk Guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. Just in time for the holiday season. Just in time for the holiday season. Well, that sound can only mean one thing. Ooh, lovely. Oh, so lovely. Well, we've done cooking. We've done comedy. We haven't done watching stuff on TV. But we're about to do pornography. Let's see. Because our listeners know what we're all about. Everything's a conspiracy with Trump, of course. (laughs) But now it's time for us to dive into Morningwood. Morningwood, where two Maui-based sex educators talk about pornography. Morningwood. Are you involved? No, I don't have too much to talk about for Morningwood, but... There was the British bodybuilder slash porn star that died. <laughs> she died again. We talked about her a couple months ago. Yeah. And so I read that article that you were that you're referring to. And it's old. But the article was published in April. Yeah, so, so she just keeps dying. She. <laughs> well, the British tabloids, I guess, just found out about it or remembered it. Yeah. They were probably so busy that? back in April covering other mm. major mm. world what events. else could be happening <laughs> back in april march april may yeah so i think that one kind of got pushed under the blanket but mm. you and i always ahead of the curve one always. step ahead of the shoe shine always <laughs> always <laughs> two steps ahead of the biscuit we are always on the cutting edge of porn star death related news so we had covered that a long time ago but i don't have too much to talk about for morningwood this week but i do have this this story I just couldn't let fall by the wayside. Of course. So you remember This is Morningwood with Vince Foti. You remember friend of the show and disgraced Trump lawyer Michael Cohen? Of course. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking, guys. A lot of disgraced Trump blanks. But this is a disgraced Trump lawyer, not Rudy Giuliani, who is also a disgraced full Trump lawyer. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be when you say disgraced Trump lawyer, you have to be more specific. Uh, this one particularly was Michael Cohen. He was also one of Trump's fixers. Of course. And by fixer, we mean... Uh, he was sort of his consigliere slash goon. Yeah. Get, <laughs> getting the illegal work done. He was he was his legal goon. Um, I think he was also... In, I think Michael Cohen was involved in the whole Stormy Daniels 
incident too. Yeah, and taking st- uh, campaign funds to pay off Stormy Daniels. Right. Is Cohen in jail? I think he went to jail, right? I don't know. Uh, probably not. Right. Yeah. No, in the Trump administration, he probably skated. But anyway, um, Michael Cohen <laughs> is on Cameo. Right. Yes. We've talked about Cameo before. Not to be conflated with Cam Soda. Cameo is where famous people and also uh, Mike Cohen. I would say D-list celebrities. Yeah, celebrities who want to make literally fifty dollars for doing a Snapchat just for you. <laughs> okay, Pe- only fans cost more than that, baby, for a fake girlfriend. All right. So Cameo is where C and D-list celebrities. Uh, ha- G. There's, there's an app where you can pay them like fifty, hundred, hundred and fifty. Maybe even James $200. Franco, three hundred fifty bucks. You can pay them. He goes, "Hey Chuck," to record a personal, private message, and then you can share that on your Instagram or whatever and get tons of likes. Well, somebody paid. Uh, first of all, I'm not sure why Michael Cohen was on Cameo, but he must have been very excited because somebody paid him a hundred dollars to record a message, um, and that message. Have you heard this yet? No, that I'm me- bewildered. That message was him endorsing uh, someone's OnlyFans page. Nice! <laughs> that person was gay porn star Matthew Camp. Oh my god! So, are you familiar with gay porn star Matthew Camp? Of course I am. We made a Camp David joke about him a couple months ago. <laughs> okay, that's correct. So, ding, 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 ding. So, gay porn star Matthew Camp has an OnlyFans page, and Michael Cohen, I guess he didn't know either what OnlyFans was or who Matthew Camp was, but Are you telling me that one of Trump's lawyers would be dumb enough to get duped into recording a private message? Yeah. Or or getting a BJ from someone from Belarus. <laughs> Look out, Corky. <laughs> so yes, he he so there's this video of Michael of Michael Cohen endorsing Matthew Camp's gay OnlyFans page has been going virally around the internet. And, you know, just when you think 2020 can't get any crazier. That's cool. All right, you want to do some spoiler alert? I would love to do some spoiler alert. Also, catch up on last week. I did see the uh, Simpsons Halloween of Horror, finally. And I got to say it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely wanted to say that it was better than most of the recent uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah. They did a uh, (laughs) Toy Story reference. It's clearly not as good. It was weird that they couldn't that they couldn't get the actual song from Toy Story. They did sort of a parody song. Yeah. But because because Fox is owned by Disney now, I would have liked to have seen some of the actual Disney assets kind of parodied a little bit better. But I don't know. I just, it was it Army was Man. They did the Army Man. Yeah. It was decent. Yeah. I like that, uh, one of the, like, they have, like, the funny, like, fake names. And one of them was, like, Spooky didn't pay 750 in taxes groaning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I also I recently rewatched all the Treehouse of Horror episodes, and I remember you talking about the one where Homer was eating himself. Oh, it's, I can't watch. Which, it's funny, which but I, had, I can't watch it. I had forgotten about that, and then when I was rewatching it, I saw that episode, and it's very off-putting. Dude, it, I can't <laughs> it's, watch it, dude. It is pretty rough. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I gotta say that was actually Homer becomes a gourmet chef. He's slowly butchering himself. He slowly, he he realizes that. That he himself is the most delicious meat. Yeah. Because he spent a lifetime just being fattened up and delicious. And not doing any work. And not doing ever. any work, exactly. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. 
This special Friday the 13th is brought to you by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. She's got a new flavor, and it's boo-tealicious. <laughs> Ooh, so spooky. So uh, have you seen any of the new Mandalorian episodes, Chuck? No, but I did see a movie last night with the uh, the Mandalorian actor who's also in uh, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah, it's And it was a, a sci-fi movie from two years ago called Prospect. Prospect? What's that about? So uh, a young girl who gets older in like the three days that they're on the planet, and I kind of disagree with it because she's definitely like a teenager in it, and then they kind of make her look a little older. Um, it's her and her druggy dad are in uh, a spaceship. In the future, the far distant planets, it's like a bus route that drops you off and it picks you up in three days. Okay. But you have to have your own thing. So Don't want to miss that bus. They go down to uh, a planet, and on the way down, of course, they crash land. Something gets broken. Spoiler alert, the dad gets killed pretty easily. It's a shoot-off between the dad and somebody else. They kill each other. The girl takes a gun, and at gunpoint has the guy from the Mandalorian. What's his name? Pascal? Yes. Yes. Pablo, Pablo Pascal. Pascal. That's so terrible. <laughs> Pablo Picasso. So they do a really great job at world-building this futuristic planet, and – it's a, it's kind of an homage to Mad Max. There's definitely a clear scene where it's like, this is supposed to be like an, um, a shout-out to Mad Max. But a lot of it is uh, it's reminiscent of kind of like that um, 70s movie where they go farther up the river, Apocalypse Now. The Apocalypse farther, Now? It's very similar to that. The farther they get away from their crash site, the more depraved the people get. She almost gets sold into sex slavery like halfway through the movie. So it's more like Deliverance. And it's really <laughs> scary. It's like a weird movie. Very nice sci-fi. I give it like a B-. minus. Well, you should definitely watch The Mandalorian. I hear that's a, more of an A+. Plus. That's definitely an A+. Plus. Mandalorian, great show. Um the second episode is out now. New episodes will be out every Friday, which means since we're recording this on a Friday, you can watch the latest episode tonight or tonight. or tomorrow tonight. if you uh, if you like the torrent. Your, your <laughs> so they're episodes. not releasing it all at once. It's just one episode at a time. No, uh, Disney Plus is releasing them one episode at a time. Oh, bummer! So uh, the third episode premieres tonight, which I'm looking forward to. In the most recent episode, they have to. Uh, go to this planet to try to find there. He heard tell that there was a Mandalorian on this planet, and he had to also escort this like frog type lady there. And she was trying to get Something her I eggs could there. All relate to. She's trying to get her eggs there safely. And baby Yoda, that little scamp, he kept he kept cracking the lid open and eating some of her eggs. Oh no! So the Mandalorian they kept, can't call him baby Yoda. There. The, the Mandalorian had to keep reprimanding him and saying, "Hey, don't eat those eggs. Don't eat those eggs." But sometimes eating eggs is delicious. Mm. Uh, also, I watched Fargo season four. I'm watching on Hulu. Still good. I'm one episode behind, but in the most re- the the penultimate episode that's been released so far uh, was pretty good. I gotta yeah. say. And spoiler alert, you know the 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 U.S. Marshal. Yes. Played perfectly by Timothy Oliphant. Oh, Timothy Oliphant, man. He gets shot. The police officer with OCD. He shoots him. Mm. In Fargo, um, also the Indian chick who robs the bank. Yeah, she gets shot also. Oh man! Oh, so spoiler alert for Fargo, but I haven't seen the most recent episode, so I can't spoil that. But so far, Fargo, so good. Fargo, always so good. Mm-hmm. I love Fargo. There's uh, there's always like this 
they they do a great job of telling a story but also having these like wild card elements mm-hmm. throughout the show and the the crazy nurse chick she's one of those great wild Love card the crazy elements nurse chick. she she made a pie and put a bunch of Drugs. serum of ipecac in it don't ever drink any serum of ipecac that's not good for ipecac. you ipecac ipecac uh, also archer season 11 is on hulu bob's burgers season 11 is really good i watched the the new episode of bob's burgers that's always entertaining they're both on season 11 h john benjamin man really getting h john benjamin wow. 11 years ago got two really big uh, come-ups jesus uh chappelle show is available on netflix still funny also some of those episodes though you couldn't make on tv today yeah and i'm gonna be honest some of it doesn't hold up mm. as much as it did 20 years ago when you were in grade school so middle it was, school it high was school. definitely a product of its time but i mean Chappelle show groundbreaking always good to go back and and watch some of it and, and nice dave little... Chappelle hosted at uh, nbc's snl he this did weekend. host snl exactly where he also got the plug the Chappelle show being on netflix he did like a 15 minute opening set yeah i like it uh so that was pretty cool um also he also appeared on netflix's show david letterman david letterman's show my next guest needs no introduction. no way yeah so david letterman has been that... sleeping under a rock bro i've missed all of this david letterman has that interview show where it's like an, he does like an hour-long interview with extremely famous people uh well, why am i not with, on the show that's what i want to know kim kardashian robert downey jr <laughs> in this new season also dave Chappelle, which is pretty much the only one i was interested in watching was really? you're not interested in kim kardashian or robert downey which, jr <laughs> Actually, I did watch the Robert Downey Jr. one, which was pretty decent. But, of course, anything with Chappelle I'm going to watch. And so that interview was really good. So if uh, if you have Netflix, go check that out as well. Also, we should mention that I've been watching Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, let's really mention that one. Have you been cooking with it, too? I have been. I've been cooking. I've been watching Sopranos, and I've been eating a lot of Gabagool. Which, as as listeners of the show know, Gabagool is another name for Capricola. Yes, but Gabagool. Because Capricola becomes Capricola, which becomes Gabagool. And now they just call Capricola Gabagool. Clearly. And it was crazy because I went all over this island. Brigitte becomes Brigitte. Brigitte, yeah. Mozzarella becomes mozzarella. And I always wondered. Go for it. You want me to go? Go for it. (laughs) Go for it. What's the deal with Italians? They're always taking the vowels off their words. Mozzarella becomes mozzarella. Mortadella is mortadella. And then I found out what they're doing with all those vowels. They save them up, Chuck. They do. They save them up. And then when you bump into them into the club, they go, oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, I, uh, oh. (laughs) All right. Is is this thing That was professional comedian Vince Foti. (laughs) (laughs) At least I got one laugh. Today's show is presented so, in part by Jane Franco's Hot Dogs. His hot dogs are frankly the best. So I went all over the island looking for Capricola because I've been trying to eat some Gabagool. I'm watching Sopranos. Gabagool eating Sopranos. Foodland didn't have it. Safeway didn't have it. They had it in a pack that came with three different meats, including the Capricola, but they didn't have it by itself. Uh, so then I went to Whole Foods thinking, of course, Whole Foods is going to have it. They didn't have it. Didn't have it. The only So I, I, then I went to the Safeway in town. They didn't have it either. But while I was at the Safeway in town, where did I go? Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. And who had Capricola? Jersey Mike's. I walk in. I'm like, eh, you got some You got some gobble He's like, yeah, how much you want? I was like, just fill me up, man. Fill me up, buttercup. I think we've done this before. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous Rickshaw Rides. 
So in in the week since you've seen me last, I've watched you know the six seasons of Sopranos. So do what? <laughs> Which is about it's about six. How are you gonna live when you have to go back to work? I'm not. I'm not gonna be able. I, I can't go back to work. I'm gonna have to go. You're on, gonna have to I'm go. Have to go on permanent disability. You're 30 or years old, Vincent. You have to go back to work. You can't <laughs> retire at 31 and a half. I can retire if I want to. Yes, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. Oh, Social Security. I like so, to retire 30 years early. Sopranos oh. is one of the best shows on TV, and some it's one of those shows where when you haven't seen it, it in a while. It has been on TV in like 15 years. When you haven't seen Sopranos in a while, you forget how good it is, and then you go back and you watch it again, and you're like, oh my God, this show is unbelievably good. The characters are so well developed. It's one of those shows where you know how some shows trick you into binge watching them because they always end on a cliffhanger? Yep. Sopranos never ends on a cliffhanger, but you always want to watch the, the next episode. Finale end on a cliffhanger? No, not really. Oh. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> You're next, really next week spoiler after Sopranos <laughs> for us. <laughs> but th- they they just keep you involved in the show by just developing the characters and the plot so well that there's no cliffhangers, but you just get so wrapped up in living it with these characters in this world that you just can't turn away. You just want to keep watching the next episode because you want to know what's going to happen just because you have so much investment in this world that we're living in. In New Jersey, nonetheless. Who would have thought that you look so you happy right New now. Jersey so captivating? You look so happy. I love The Sopranos. It's such a great show. It's right up there with The Wire and, and Breaking <laughs> Bad as far as the, like, the greatest TV shows of all time. The greatest TV shows of all time! I was recently talking to a friend of the show, John Boy. He said he had never seen The Wire. What? So I had to reprimand him. If you're out there listening, John, you better get watching. You know a friend of the show, John Boy? Yes! <laughs> All right, and finally, for spoiler alert. What are you going to spoil for us, bro? We should mention that uh, TV legend Alex Trebek has passed away. Do, 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 do. They're asking Ken Jennings to replace anything. Right, so Diana and I were trying to think, like, who would be a good person to host? You would be. You're the best <laughs> at asking tough questions. Uh, and it, it has to be, like, a C-list celebrity. That's you! Somebody who's not working. That's you! <laughs> I'm not trying to set myself up for this. I'm just saying that the next candidate for Jeopardy host would be, like, a, a C-list celebrity. Somebody who's not busy doing, like, TV show or a lot of movie acting work. Somebody that's kind of known for being a little bit of a smarty pants, but also... Dad! Also has a lot of very demure composure. Not me. Not ch- no. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I was thinking maybe. I don't know. It, because Alex Trebek was a white male. Knowing the way things are going these days, the next one will probably be either a female or a minority. Maybe Kamala Harris would have been a good one, but she's busy now. <laughs> I mean, she's broken the glass ceiling. Everybody. She <laughs> she has broken a glass. She ceiling. did it. Uh, I was also thinking maybe Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, you know what, though? You need to edit him really well to make him look like a coherent speaker. If you ever watch some of his older videos that are less edited, he's not as great at explaining things. Yeah, but I think he could he could read things off a card mm. and sound sound smart. He's pretty busy with Cosmos, though, right? Indoctrinating mm. us that the stars are real. Yeah, trying to trick people into thinking dinosaurs and humans didn't live at the same time. Mm. That's mm. why I like Primal so much. Love it. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, they were thinking about Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings, of course, was the Mormon guy who was like the he all-time Jeopardy. Tithed his Jeopardy winnings. Wow, wow! That doesn't get more Mormon than that. Whoa! The Mormons are like the mafia, where you just got to just got to get you, you get gotta, you. You gotta you gotta kick up to 
the, to the Mormon church. Yep. They're like the mafia if it was run by teenage girls, because instead of killing you, they just don't talk to you anymore. That's it. He's not a part of our club. We're not going to talk to your cousin anymore. It's hard to deny that you're a pyramid scheme when you literally have pyramid-shaped temples and buildings. <laughs> oh, and uh, the final Jeopardy episode is going to air on Christmas. Alex Trebek's that final That is episode. a Christmas episode. So that is going to be a beautiful Christmas gift for all I'll of us. I'll take teardrops for a thousand, Alex. Who would you like to see be the new Jeopardy host? You. And then I'll just be winning it every week. Slaying it, bro. I'm just going to ask all, like, uh, biscuits and gravy-related questions. Mm. What is the vessel that holds the most gravy at KFC? (laughs) (laughs) Well, ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. That would be the hash brown gravy boat at KFC. I don't know. So Jeopardy has been him for so long, but he wasn't famous before that at all, right? Wasn't he just a dude? Right, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, to take over his position, you'd yeah, have to Yeah, be... it's like Jim Carrey, Drew Carey, sorry, taking over. Uh, for Bob Barker. For Bob Barker, yeah. Yeah. How about Trevor Noah? <laughs> oh, dude. If he wasn't busy doing The Daily Show, dude. Trevor Noah would be a good one. Yeah, well, I can't stand. I didn't. I always didn't like the newer Daily Show anyway, but now that it's done in his living room, not a fan. Oh, I stopped watching that a long time ago. Not a fan. I mean, John, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with. Trevor Noah not being funny. Right. It just has to do with the, the fact that Jon Stewart brought a, a certain je ne sais quoi to that show that really put it on the map. And mm. uh, it just wasn't the same without Jon Stewart. Yeah. Uh, that's for you, Alex. You're back. And this one's for me, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, the biscuits and gravy show, man. We have radio smothered and covered. Spoiler alert was brought to us by Margaret Thatcher's roofs. Need a new roof? Get a Thatcher. Spoiler, it's presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. Spoiler alert was also brought to us by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loves sausage, and you will too. Get thinking, get Lincoln. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress. <laughs> available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. And also by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little bit inside every peach. Uh, what a fun show we had here, Vincent Foden. Now, in honor of two separate things happening... Friday the 13th and meaning to take a poop? No, I was oh. going to say the recent presidential elections and the passing of Alex Trebek. Oh, okay. We're going to do a special edition of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck where... Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We're going to do a little Jeopardy. <laughs> we a little do Jeopardy not have the rights theme, for this. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. We so, got to keep talking over it or else we get fired. Uh, I don't know. It might be on Spotify, so we might be able to use it. It is. There you go. So we're going to do a specially Jeopardy-themed version of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. I'll take potpourri. And because of the election just happening, we're going to do uh, some presidential trivia questions. Wow. So you ready to, to prove so that you're I have a 1 in 52 in chance of getting all these questions right. So don't forget that if you want to send us some trivia questions, email your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy. At G- what is the biscuits and gravy? Right. So at also for this version of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, I'm gonna have to ask that you put all of your answers in the form of a question. Okay. okay? So whom? <laughs> whom is? Whom is? Whom? Whom? All right. So you ready for our first question, Chuck? No. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm writhing in pain over here. Either way, it's gonna it's going down. All right. Our first question comes from Walter in Canton, Ohio. Walter wants to know. This former Canton is a real place, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> Cucamonga. Walter in Canton, Ohio wants to know this 
former U.S. president's nickname was Old Hickory. Andrew Jackson. Whom is Andrew Jackson? Who is Andrew Jackson? Absolutely correct. Nicely done, Chuck. All right. Our second question comes from <sighs> Danielle in Madison, Wisconsin. Danielle wants to know, besides Donald Trump, he was our most recent one-term president. Bush. Senior. Who is Bush Senior? Who is Bush Senior? <laughs> that is correct. Get that it? Is not W, but H.W. H.W. George H.W. Bush was, was a funny Simpsons episode where he moves in across from Homer. One, two bad neighbors. <laughs> where he gets the rainbow wig super glued to his head. Yeah. Um, And do you know who the most recent one was before Bush? Carter? The old peanut farmer himself, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're doing pretty good, Chuck. You got then Ford. The floor him. Ford. Didn't get elected. He just did the finishing of a term. Yeah? Right. I believe he doesn't really count as a full one-term president because he didn't actually get elected. Mm. He just finished out the uh, the rest of the term, uh. I think. And Lyndon Johnson doesn't count because he chose not to run again. Oh. All right. Are you ready for the third presidential question? Lyndon Johnson didn't run again? No way. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Uh, there was a Lyndon Johnson movie with... Walter, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Not well, I was gonna say Walter White, but Brian Cranston. I think he played LBJ in that movie. Didn't yeah, it was totally. a really good movie. You're a good movie. All right, movie. you ready for our third question, Chuck? The most amount ready, brother. Thanks for joining me on the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. Thank you for joining me in my bedroom. Okay, <laughs> this. <laughs> all right. This president was the only president to serve more than two terms. Who is FDR? Who is FDR? Mr. Polio himself is absolutely correct. I am the smartest buffalo alive. He served like three and a quarter terms. Yeah, he's a democrat. He got elected for a fourth term. Communist. He died in office. So his vice president served out most of that term. And then in 1951, they passed the 22nd Amendment. Stating that no president could be president for more than two terms. Yeah. So we'll never see that again. Mm, unless Trump 2036. Well, you got three out of three, Chuck, and you know what that means. Oh, sweet, dude. I'm so happy. That's the end of our show. I've been listening to so much meatloaf lately, I was really excited to actually bomb on one of those questions. But being the smartest buffalo in the room, nay, the world. You know your presence, Chuck. I do. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And so we miss you, Alex Trebek. Don't, we forget, do, man. don't forget to watch his final episode that's going to premiere on Christmas. Christmas. Christmas Day. You're a Christmas miracle, if I do say so myself. Today's show is brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches, great for turning state's evidence. <laughs> Today's show is presented in a bar by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. And also by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call to- Topher, Topher Grace. Grace. And from me to you, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Gary Sinise, bro. <laughs> Love him. So handsome.